Aware Now, the official podcast for causes. Presented by Awareness Ties, Aware Now is rated O for original and organic content to raise awareness for the causes we're all tied to through personal stories and exclusive interviews. Tune in as we raise awareness a story at a time about topics that aren't always easy to talk about through conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Together, we are aware now. This is a Sunrise Storyteller, an exclusive interview with Kasia Sequoia Slavner by Ali McGuire. This is found in the World Edition of Aware Now magazine. Kasia Sequoia Slavner, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your incredible story. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here today. Uh, you know, let's just get right into it, beginning with the fact that, you know, living proof that where there's a will, there's a way. You are a first time filmmaker who at the age of 16, just 16, you sought to travel the world to film the stories that need to be seen and to be heard. What was it that inspired you to do this? And how did you make all of this happen? That's a great question. Um, so I've been a passionate social justice advocate um, and carer of my community since I was about eight years old. And I credit that to growing up with my single mom, who's um, always been um, a great feminist role model for me. Um, but when I was 14, I had my catalytic moment, which was attending my first conference at the UN in New York City called the Commission on the Status of Women, uh, which was a gender equality conference that brought together people from communities all around the world um, to share their concerns about issues related to gender inequality in their community and also their opportunities for action and um, the things that they were doing to, to fight those challenges. Um, so I was hearing people's stories and I was meeting people from places that I'd never traveled to myself and I thought about what it was I could do to make a difference in the world because I was seeing so many great examples of how people were making change. Um, and I thought, hey, I've got a passion for photography. Maybe I could go like travel and you know take pictures and write stories about like these people and maybe that'll inspire them to take action in their own communities the way like, Hearing those stories inspired me to do something about the issues that I was seeing in the world. Um, so the project started out as a photography project because that's all I had, like, in my in my skill set at the time. Um, and I pitched a crazy idea to my mom, like, "Hey, why don't I take a year out of school to travel the world and like share these stories?" And that seemed kind of monumental at the time. Um, I always say that I, like, I never knew how much work it was going to take. Um, but I, you know, I, I pitched it anyway and she said, you know, if you can find a way to raise the money, like, sure, okay, let me know how you, you will find that feasible. Like, she wasn't just going to make me, like, just take me up on my offer. She really wanted to see that it was something that I had a passion for. Um, and so after a couple months of bugging me, she's like, okay, well, you know, you're welcome to pursue it. <laughs> and, you know, I would be happy to help out in whatever way I can. Um, so we crowdsource funded to take six months out and we traveled to South Africa, Mozambique, Tanzania, and Thailand. Um, and I forgot a critical part of the, the narrative is that along the way, like I was sharing how I had these ambitions to, you know, 
take pictures and share people's stories and somebody suggested to me, hey, like these might actually, these stories might translate better or resonate more deeply in film. Have you ever thought about doing something like that? It's like, oh, well, I have no knowledge about how to make a film. I don't even like, I don't know anything about sound. I don't know anything about editing, but yeah, I guess I could try. Um, so I like to like, I always tell people, you know, my, my master class was a weekend editing course in travel videos, like I, the basics of using Premiere Pro and like how to make a two to mid, three minute travel video. Um, so that's how I kind of went out into the field with that skill set and like we didn't even have a camera like until a week before we left for the trip wow. and that was like a year worth of like knocking at Canon's door just kind of asking like hey would it be possible if I could loan a camera um, there was a lot of like courageous risk taking and a lot of resourcefulness I think along the way I was just kind of guessing my way into it and having the faith that you know the stories would find me and hopefully they would be impactful um so yeah it was an on the ground kind of education for me wow wow so you were really just learning as you were going yeah. all of this yeah wow that is so that is so incredible um you know when we talk about your film so the sunrise storyteller it is a documentary about what it means to be a global citizen from your experience directing and filming this documentary, in your own words, what does it mean to be a global citizen? Um, I believe, you know, based on my life experiences and, you know, my, my activism, global citizenship to me means um, seeing yourself as connected with your other human beings. Like we're one united humanity. We're not in our own bubbles experiencing our things, like our our day-to-day -day issues uh, in a vacuum. Like everything influences and impacts one another, um, no matter what country you're living in. Uh, so having compassion for people, um, no matter where they're living, no matter what their life experiences have been, is I think one of the key pillars of being a global citizen. Um, right. And you know we may all face different challenges, um, but we are we all are all humans, and we're sharing a common experience on this earth. So um, I think to care for each other is, is vital. Um, yeah, for the survival of the planet and for the survival of humanity, we all need to to care. Right, right. I, and so I hear you, and I love that. I love that description. I love the way you just started out with saying just feeling connected. You know that we need to just have that that just basic level of connection um so the fact that you're doing this and going about this using film photography to do that i mean it's um it's awesome it's really awesome um you know you've filmed and shared a number of stories from people facing and overcoming adversity all around the world is there and this is gonna be a really hard question perhaps the hardest of all of them that i have for you mm -hmm. is there one story in particular that really captured you the most that really stood out the most that you resonated with well um i'm always like i'm always really inspired by young women who are overcoming personal challenges in their own communities and like relating to their experiences and like learning from their experiences. But there is one story that really inspires me as a peace advocate, and that is the story of Kim Fook. 
uh, who was um, famous at the time for being depicted. Um, she had been struck by a napalm bomb and she was running naked from, from you know, the pain and like trying to escape from that situation um, in the Vietnam War in 1972. Um, and she spoke in the film about peace and forgiveness and the immense personal trauma that she had to overcome in her life um, to forgive the people that harmed her and the circumstances that she had been through and to in turn uh, become a peace advocate and a peace ambassador for other people who were going through uh, similar circumstances, children going through war. Um, and, you know, I think that her story is really a testament to the resilience of the human spirit. And I think that that's what I tried to portray, despite all the stories being quite different from one another in terms of like what issues they were covering, they're all woven together. My composer likes to say woven with a golden thread. Um, and the golden thread to me is that shared resilience and, you know, um, determination to overcome adversity and do good in the world. Um, so that's how she inspired me to continue um, in my peace advocacy every day. Wow. Wow. And what an incredible story. And I love that that golden thread of resilience, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's something I think that everyone can relate to, no matter if you've had major struggles in your life or minor ones, that everything is relative and to just hold on to that um, inspiration of of being resilient. That's mm -hmm. um, that's really awesome. Do you find that in telling all these stories, you've just gained so much more perspective? I mean, wow. <laughs> um, absolutely. I mean, I'm learning every day from people that I encounter whether it's in a webinar or even through my Twitter interactions uh, through my travels like I don't have the luxury of traveling quite a lot anymore but I have been in the process of pre-interviewing for my next documentary so I've been reconnecting with people um, all around the world and it's been really fantastic to learn about you know what they're doing in their communities despite the the adversity and the challenges they're facing that's kind of my goal is as a storyteller is to, you know, not, I think positive storytelling does not, not always need to be like, oh, somebody saved a kitten and like everything is rainbows and sunshine. I think like the most inspirational stories come from seeing how people tur like turn their, their life experiences into a force for good. Um, yeah. So doing justice to the weight of the struggles that people are facing, but showing how they continue to move forward is, is what I live by. And I love that. I love that you took that angle um, in, in what you've produced here because, you know, it's we hear so much. Um, I remember reading, I, I don't can't remember if it was on your website or an article about you where you're talking about how you just get so frustrated and so, um, man, I mean, you can almost be depressed by these, the media and the news that we hear every single day. You can't turn it on and not be depressed, right? Yeah. So, fact that your story doesn't only show people who, in these moments of adversity but how they overcame those moments and how they're mm -hmm. rising um it's it's uh, quite a gift that that you've given to all of us thank you yeah i am yeah, I, um, I still i'm a human i still struggle with like feeling paralyzed by those those moments of fear for our our world and our future and you know it is hard it's hard not to to look at the world and 
like see all the challenges and it is depressing but I mean I guess I just try and take one positive step every day and continue to put in something um, and that keeps me somewhat motivated um, to continue to show up so yeah right and 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 you just said it just there just continuing to show up and uh, sometimes you know uh, that's all you need to do yeah just show up so um, so you know as a first-time filmmaker producing this film was a major undertaking what was the hardest part in all of this um my confidence is <laughs> to this day it's still not where it needs to realistically needs to be um because i don't have any formal experience or training um there's always that seed of doubt in my head that it's not going to be good enough and people won't understand the message I'm trying to convey or people won't resonate with it like ultimately I just want to help other people feel inspired and motivated to act but you know sometimes I keep myself from feeling that motivation and personal like I don't know I wish I I was to myself as I maybe was to everybody else it's um so that was quite a struggle when I was going obviously going through high school like it's a it's a very formative time um, you know editing my film while completing exams like I just you know wasn't sure if I was capable of doing something like that something of that scale that I had never really done before but I was lucky to have mentors who were you know always there for me uh, guiding me along the way um, so I'm very grateful for those people in my life um, who continued to encourage me even when I wasn't you know believing in myself to uh, my maximum capacity I guess um, so yeah it, it, that was quite a struggle and of course like anybody who runs a nonprofit will probably say that funding is a challenge like <laughs> we're always looking for for opportunities um, to sustain ourselves as an organization um, and that's a more practical one but you know there's there's plenty of challenges and plenty of opportunities to um, like I say overcome them um, right. so we just yeah we just continue to to put in the steps every day that's awesome that's really awesome um so the hardest part now the most rewarding part uh what was the best part uh, of this whole experience it just hearing how the film resonated with people or inspired mm. them um i've also been doing workshop like as part of my outreach strategy i've been doing workshops with high school students um, about how they can use the skills that they have to make a positive difference in the world um, and just hearing how people are starting to reflect on their own personal ability to make a difference and the ways that they might like to go about that in their community has been really inspiring um, and actually um, at our like world premiere for the film at the UN Commission on the Status of Women, which was a full circle moment. Um, we had somebody come up to us um, after the film was done, and she said, um, you showed my village. You were you were in my village. It, and this was like a very remote place, like two hours away from any road, like main road on the coast of South Africa. So to hear that we had been there without even really knowing it, like that, that we represented her community was, it was really lovely to hear that she was touched by that. 
Yeah, wow. Well, isn't that incredible? I mean, there's the whole six degrees of separation. I think it's like 0.6. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's wild. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know what I love about your project too, Kasha, is that you're a regular, everyday person. So often we hear about these people who are, are this and are that, but how inspiring, how empowering for all of us to say, you know, here is you, hey, I don't know how to make a film, but I'm gonna learn as I go and to have that confidence, you know, and to have that um, that passion to serve that purpose, uh, to, to move forward regardless. I think sometimes people feel like they're not qualified enough to, to do one thing or another or to contribute at one level or another but um you are such beautiful proof that that you know what just bring it to the table just like you said just show up mm -hmm. you know yeah so. i um i really do even in this next film that we're like we're covering a very big topic which is of course, like the issue of climate justice and like ending conflict and bringing about peace like these are very big things I'm hoping to show that like there are everyday solutions that like although there are really radical like monumental size changes that people are orchestrating like there are also like everyday steps that people can take to contribute because yeah I really don't want people to feel like they like they don't have anything yeah. Like everybody has something to contribute to the world, whether it's like through art or through, you know, just showing up for a friend or, um, you know, spreading, spreading news that might be helpful to other people in their communities, like educating people in their circles. Like there's always something people can do. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I try to encourage other people that way too. Well, and you know, that was going to, you know, lead into another question I had for you in terms of like, as a member of Generation Z, like what advice you would give for others who like yourself just want to show up, just want to show up to make a difference and to create a change. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think you answered that <laughs> very well. well. <laughs> I can also say like, you know, there are plenty of issues that are happening in the world, but you know, sometimes it's a lot to take on every single issue that we see pop up on our newsfeed. Um, so thinking about the issues that resonate with you personally or emotionally, like what injustices can't you stand to see take place or continue in the world? Maybe it's like something that's been informed by your personal experience, or maybe it's something that you did see on the news. And you just thought, this is so wrong, like I can't stand to see this continue. Then that's a great way to kind of figure out where your values, like where your values are aligning and where you can start, like what issues you, like the issue that you want to make a difference or an impact on is like the best place to start. And then, you know, there are plenty of ways that you can research online to con like contribute. Right. Wow. So um, what, what more can you tell? Well, first of all, so the film that you've already done, that you've already completed, that's already got multiple awards. Yeah. How do people see this film of yours? Um, so it has been a little bit tricky. Um, we are only doing like community screenings um, or educational screenings. So like anybody could organize community screening, but they do have to pay a licensing fee, um, which is higher than like than just ordering it off iTunes, like off iTunes or off Vimeo on demand. 
Um, since we're currently not, um, we don't have those options available to us at the moment. Um, so reaching out to me by email is, or like through our website is a great way to organize those screenings. Um, and yeah, and if you have a high school or university that you want to show it in, we're also organizing those screenings and workshops. So right now that's it. Well, that's good to know. And um, I'll be reaching out personally because after watching just the trailer and being in tears, not just sad tears, but happy, beautiful yeah. tears about what you shared and just that, just that trailer alone, I can't imagine what unfolds in the whole doc. So, um, so excited uh, to, to connect with you that way. And um, so, so tell us uh, you're next, you know, so what, you say there's a big project moving next. Tell us about that and what we can expect there. Yeah, um, so I'm working on my second feature doc, which is called 1.5 Degrees of Peace. Um, so that's been personally inspired by my own journey as a, as a, as a peace activist um, and also as a person of Gen Z who's, you know, daunted by the climate crisis and who cares a lot about, you know, um, cares a lot about the, that issue. Um, I have been noticing that sometimes there's the two movements take place in silos, but really peace and climate justice are very intrinsically linked. Um, and I really wanted to show how they're linked and how we can unify the two movements because um, like I mentioned, kind of like in the pillars of global citizenship, in my opinion, like these issues don't take place in a vacuum. So the way they influence each other and the way we can connect the two movements is really important um, to finding more ways to bring about a peaceful, just, sustainable world. Um, so I really wanted to highlight the work that youth are doing to like, see the convergence of those two um, and how they're bringing together those issues in their activism um, and organizations or in their efforts in general. So um, they are really, two big, like I said, existential threats that we're facing. So my goal is to show where the opportunities lie to find solutions and to take action. Um, so yeah, that's the, that's the film. And you know, we're in pre-production. So I'm putting together like a two to three minute demo slash trailer, um, which we're hoping to have ready in the next couple months um, and to host some screeners with it um, and some panel discussions like fireside chats. Um, and then we're hoping to go into production COVID permitting, like we'll see how that situation continues to progress. Mm -hmm. um, and we're hoping to have it done like in a year from now. Okay. Well, something more for us to be excited about and to watch uh, and to stay tuned for. Mm -hmm. Kasha, such an amazing opportunity to speak with you. And um, I love this, I can just feel your energy you know, you're in a whole different country from me and uh, and I, I, I feel you. So thank you. thank you for your energy, your love, your light and and your work to help raise awareness. Um, it's so needed. And yes, uh, we and uh, hopefully everyone else pays attention to your work as it continues to unfold and follows you online and on your website. And um, thank you for the work that you're doing that, that very much needs to be done. Thank you for inspiring us, reminding us that we all can be part of the solution. Um, thank you for making us aware now. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Produced by Awareness Ties, the Sunrise Storyteller featured Kasia Sequoia Slavner, interviewed by Ellen McGuire. Podcast intro track by Thavius Beck, episode soundtrack by Soul Rising. Thank you for listening to Aware Now. To read our magazine, watch our broadcast, or join our community, be sure to visit our website, awarenessties.us.